Yeah, I know. Thanks. All right, everybody. Welcome to Raising Kings. Above. Take two. Welcome, everybody, out there to Raising Kings, episode 034. We have Scott on the mic for the first time. We're getting ready to pop that cherry with Scott and talk about raising kids. He doesn't think he has a whole lot to say, but he's he's pretty smart. Uh, our background, I've known Scott since our kids were, what, five, six? Young, yeah, our wives, my ex-wife, his wife, were in a play group. Uh, can you explain play group? Explain play group. Come up I, a little I, bit more. Yeah, I, I don't know. Play group is... It gave the wives a chance to drink. You know, it all started, they met each other, uh, all of them at Jimboree. Was it? Jim- That's how it kind of started? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who, were the, who were the core ladies, you remember? Your wife and my wife. And, and Mike doesn't go to Jimboree, man. Well, then somehow. But she knew some women that went to Jimboree. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Jimboree yeah. was expensive. Yeah. Playgroup was cheap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then that Jimboree turns into playgroup and then. With, with alcohol. And then that's how we met. The dads all met. The fathers got together. And there was, uh, what, uh, picnics and, and Christmas parties where Scott's lovely wife, uh, Donna went across the wood floor right. with a shot in, in her mouth. Yes. Um, <laughs> things like that. But let's, let's transition into raising kids. You know, you have two grown kids now, or they think they're grown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have three. Our kids are raised together. Uh, some of the perils of raising kids, I would say from my standpoint, you know, there's no, um, uh, Owner's manual. No. So you have to almost fly by the seat of your pants. No. You can consult with others, and, yeah. but when it comes right down to it, it it's you, almost trial and error. Well, your situation is unique, and only you're going to know what to do between you and your kids. And, um, and, and so you're on your own. I don't, you can read all the books you want and, you know, listen to all the, you know, podcasts, maybe. Right, mm-hmm. right, but if you're on your own, I don't think that mic is. Open. Oh my god! Oh, there we go. Oh my god! There we go. Better. Oh my god! Oh. Yes. Oh, I was. That's there. okay. Yeah. That's okay. You're you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was thinking like, yeah, he, he's in a tunnel. But anyway, people heard you. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, we're raising kids, and I can't wait to be grandpa, so I can just sit Great. back and nice. watch yeah. the yeah. carnage. <laughs> Seriously, I just want to sit back and watch the carnage. Well, you'll get involved in some of it, though. Yeah, but I'm going to try my best just to yeah. sit back and watch the carnage. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, it's like payback. You you won't even have to get up. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's just, Go get me a beer. Right, train the kids. <laughs> Grandpa wants a beer. I got to get it. Go get me a damn beer. Kid. There's Grandpa. <laughs> So what are some of the mistakes that you see people make, you know, because now your kids are older and, you you know, you see friends, employees, neighbors with little kids. And, man, you sometimes you want to snatch up the kid or snatch up the parent and say, hey, let me help you. You're, you're struggling. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, uh, the thing I see and mostly in Walmart and Walgreens and the kid disrespecting the parent in the, in, in the aisle. I just want to just snatch them and. Oh, you you know, you're right. I want to punch the parent and then snatch yeah. the kid. Yeah. yeah. Well, not snatch him, take him away. Yeah. Just yeah. snatch him up yeah. and, yeah. Well, maybe the grocery store or Walmart isn't the best place for, for training, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
because you should, the training should happen at home. And then when you're out, you're, you're out in the community, you're out in the field that then, okay, we're all going to behave, you know, appropriately. Uh-huh. My mom's favorite thing was don't look at nothing. Don't ask for nothing. Don't touch nothing. Yes, mama. That's, that's just the way it was back then, you know, and, and it was the threat of getting hit or the threat of being yelled at, you know, uh, with my kids, I had to lay hands on them. You know, we were more spiritual at my house. <laughs> we had to lay hands on them. Mm-hmm. But not your kids, because your kids are nice. But, uh, <laughs> Tion, man, she was, a, she was, yeah, she was a, she was a doer. Well, I think whatever you did, look at Tion today. Uh, I've, so. I've gotten lucky. Yeah. 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 And you've gotten lucky too, but, it's a, it's a struggle, man. It's a definite struggle for parents out there. And I feel sorry for millennials out there. Number, number one, they don't want to work hard because they're millennials. Not all millennials are like that, but most millennials don't want to work hard. They want things given to them. And if they have kids, what happens to their kids? I don't know. You know what I love when I see a millennial, but then they're special <laughs> because, because they're like a, they're like a former generation. You know, they're, they're, they're just, they're special. They're a throwback to, to our days, the way we were raised. Maybe like hippies. Maybe, maybe. Wow. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, but they're a throwback, but they're, but they're more entitled. Well, well, they're a throwback just, just with their, their overall demeanor. They're, 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 they respect. They want to work. They appreciate. No, they don't. No, they don't. don't but, okay, okay. But I'm speaking about the anomaly millennial. Oh, okay. Yeah, the I'm ones sorry. that are anomalies. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the ones that that appear to be a throwback to to. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how old are you, really? Yeah. You, you know, you want to yeah. ask them. You're not. Not old. the typical millennial. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. typical millennial doesn't want to work. Give no. it to me. Give me that hundred twenty thousand dollar job after four years of college. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh yeah. It's uh you gotta see the you gotta listen to the podcast that I did with Dawson and four of his friends. Oh and, you had oh, some yeah. right here live? Yeah. You did. I'll 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 send it to you. It was interesting. Some of the stuff. And they were all millennials and there were there were different types of millennials, all four. Yeah. And one wanted everything, like give it to me now. Yeah. So whatever happened to working hard, you know, and that was our generation. That that we worked hard. I think that you and I and we have and and part of that to our kids, but if you know you work hard, you get results. Nothing is hardly ever giving to you. Well, I, I will tell you that 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 is me, because I was always the workaholic. I was the I was the workhorse. I was the muscle. I say this. I say this because this was the life that I led. This is why you, yeah. know, you always tell me I'm going to bounce back and land on my feet. And well, it's just hard work. Yeah. I'm the muscle. I'm not. I'm not the strategy guy. I'm not the doctor. Right? <laughs> that, it, 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 hey, not all doctors are strategy guys. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> but so I had to work hard. It's, yeah. it's what I brought to the table. Yeah. And so you know what though, you and I and our kids, you know, even with the things we didn't say, you know, all based on actions and they saw us work and, hard in modeling. Yeah. You know, yeah, they saw us working hard. So sometimes it's not what you say is how you act. Yes. And they saw wow. that. They saw our commitment. They see what 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 we're trying to do for them. Not always, but I think I think they they get it over time. I think what happens too is that the millennial phase is that I think we get trapped into the point where we want to expose kids to more than what we were exposed to, and it comes from a point of spoiling them. 
So when they become spoiled, then they don't want to work and it just becomes a snowball effect. And so we almost, I can say that we almost are our own worst enemy sometimes. Mm -hmm. So it, it depends on how that needle falls. You know, there's always that. And you could do everything right raising kids and still have a knucklehead. Oh, you could. Yeah. No. So there's always that no. one little factor. I, I, friends, I, yeah. uh, um, uh, friends, enemies, uh, influence, girlfriends, boyfriends, things like that. There's always those influencers that you can do all the right things, still have, I wouldn't say a bad kid, but a wayward kid, a kid offline. I have a handful of friends, parents that say to me, what happened? What did I do wrong? And they're searching for answers. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that there, there wasn't the one thing, right? It, it was something outside of parenting that, like you just said, that was an influence. Yeah. And, and that's a tough one. How do you handle that? You just yeah. how do you handle that as a friend when they come to you and ask you that? I listen. Yeah, I, I listen. Yeah. I, I try to. I try to help where I can, but yeah. it's again they're on their own. They're on their yeah. own for that. You know? Yeah, and at a certain time, a certain point in life, even though you're still the parents, the kids have to be atonable to their own sins. Mm -hmm. So when they're acting crazy, then they have to they have to really. Sit back and say, hey, if I do this, then this is going to happen. Mom and dad can't save me every time. But there's still mom and dad's out there saving kids. Mm -hmm. And when they save them, they don't learn. Mm -hmm. They don't learn at all. They, they still do the same. They just reinforce the negative behavior. And, and, and it just keeps going over and over and over again. You know, I could give you a top ten list of things right now I should tell my parents do it. Uh, oh, yeah. This is going to be good. You know, that I'm sorry for. I've got nothing to say, Dave. <laughs> I've got nothing to say, Dave. I don't know what I'm going to say when I get there, but go ahead, Scott. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the top 10. <laughs> oh, but, come on. But, but it's there. Come on. Right, come on. Right. Come on. What will you tell your parents, say, hey, that you were sorry for? Well, well, that I just, I didn't understand. You know, the, the, the first night that I had the car and, and, um, or not the first night, but, um, you know, within the year and I had the car overnight, the one car that the mm -hmm. family owned yeah. and I didn't realize how important it was. That car needed to be home yeah. and I'm out in, all, in one piece. Yeah. In one piece. And I'm out all night right? <laughs> with the one family car, with the one family car, <laughs> a camp out. Right. And oh. I guess I didn't clearly communicate. Yeah. Right. That, so what happened in the end? Oh, you know, all was good. All, yeah. all, 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 really, really, all, uh -huh. all, all was really good. And and um, I and I think I think my my parents were a little too kind about it and, uh -huh. and understanding about it. But 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 it I learned from the one mistake that and that it was that was so important to them and not important to you at all. Right, like it was no big deal. No, yeah. and, and there were no consequences. Yeah. Oh, that's another good no, word. But there were no consequences. Okay. But yet I still learned and because I felt, I felt awful that I, yeah. wow. Some, sometimes it's not what you say, but what you don't say. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they look at you like that, that, that look like, uh oh, you did. I tell people that even though my parents didn't know the latest music or dance or anything, they knew the basics, you know, right and wrong. This is right. This is wrong. And I remember going out with the car well, we had two cars and going out with the car my first time and and my dad was more frazzled than my mom and after seeing my kids go out for the first time you can see what that feels like mm -hmm. you know it's almost like payback it's like dang these kids mm -hmm. out for the first time mm -hmm. but now we have cell. just think that we have cell phones no cell phones 
can't hide. You, you know, you know, millennials now we're going to have GPS and foreheads. Right, and, right. And uh, so, what else would you tell them? This is this is good. What else would you tell them? Well, I I um I think you just have to be engaged, involved. Oh, yeah. you, you know, you right and, and know their friends. Know their friends. Oh man, that is huge. That a lot of people don't pay attention to. Right. Know who your kid is hanging out with. Hey, why don't you have uh, Bob come inside? Let me meet Bob. You know, let me let me meet Susie. Let me, let me meet your friends. Let let me yeah. you know maybe. Hey, which 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 one at this uh, this band concert is is Bobby's mom? Hey, let me meet Bobby's mom. That's that's so important that people miss. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because you know Bobby comes from a broken home or whatever, so you know. Remember the Kool Aid mom? <laughs> do you know? Do you know? I still talk to my friend about his mother, the Kool Aid mom. <laughs> it's so funny that you the just Senate. mentioned that. The, was she the Kool Aid mom? She had Kool Aid at her house all the time. Now, do you know why? Do you know why I favored her as the Kool Aid mom? Why? Because there was so much sugar. sugar. <laughs> It was wonderful. <laughs> you know, the traditional amount of sugar was supposed to be a cup. My mom put two cups. You would have loved my mom. Oh. oh Kool-Aid. Oh yeah. Kool-Aid mom. We had a we had a Kool-Aid mom and then we and and then my mom was a tang mom. What she a tang yeah, mom? Yeah, she was a tang mom. And she put two cups of sugar. Oh yeah. Per gallon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was Yeah. It, it was relentless. And you know, sugar back then was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't sugar diabetes or, no. or cavities or anything. No, no. Yes, no. yes. It, it was totally fine. Now, you know, we got all these weak people with weak teeth. I cannot believe you and I are talking about sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I can, because it's, it's, it's a game. Hey, it's a game changer. Oh, yeah. Kool- Kool-Aid mom was, yeah, that. And, and uh, you know, going to someone, house at, someone else's house after school was no big deal. No. There was more of that neighborhood mentality, more so than is now. But people are more standoffish. More me, 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 where the families are me, me, me. And I think we get back to that neighborhood mentality where the neighborhood raises the kid. I think kids would turn out better. Do you know my 92-year-old mother is in assisted living and she's still talking about, I miss the kids. I miss hearing everyone outside. And where did they go? And she doesn't realize with dementia that, Mm -hmm. that she's in a home. She's not in her home. And, um, but that's one of her favorite memories. Then. But it's one of her favorite memories to just listen to all the kids laughing and running and playing. And we had an extra lot for the for the for the softball, baseball, mm-hmm. whatever it was. And she she misses that. And you know, I, you can get uh, there's all sorts of sounds on Amazon. You could probably record a sound for her and take it to her. I should do that. Oh, let me let but, me check that out for you. you no, know, please do. Yeah. Yeah, because they've, they've got New York soundscapes, they've got ships, they've got babbling brooks, they, they've got cicadas, oh, two hours of cicadas. I've actually done that, Yeah, and I was out like a light. I remember Out that. like a light. I, I, I've done cicadas, rain, um, uh, babbling brooks, um, uh, waterfalls. waterfalls. Yeah. And for David out there, they have uh, sounds of Brooklyn, New York. Do they? Two hours, yeah. So if he yeah. wants to come home. Yeah, honk, honk, honk. Hey, get out of here. Honk, honk, honk. Yeah. Well, we want to appreciate Scott for coming by for a little while, and we got his mic going, but that was interesting. But I- I'm going to get on that for Amazon for you. No, thank you. And see what thank happens. You. Thank but you. Everybody say bye to Scott. Thank you, Scott, for coming by. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.